0: People are actually collaborating, people are actually communicating with each other, people yeah. are actually being vulnerable and saying, hey, here's where I'm at. Like, can anyone like help me figure through this? Like it's it's more than just oh a Facebook group that you can-
1: What's going on everybody? Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson, I'm my co-host Eli Livy and Clint Payne. And today, we have a very, very special guest. We're super excited and stoked to have on here to chat a little about what she's got going on and all the, the cool experiences she's had so far, uh, Mrs.
2: Taylor Clark.
3: What's well, going guys. on, guys? What's
2: up? Thanks for uh, jumping on, Taylor. We appreciate you being on the podcast.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me. This is, I love podcasts. This is exciting.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's kick it off. Just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, where you're from, and uh, then we'll dive in. Sure.
0: A little synopsis, I guess. My name is Taylor. I'm 25, almost 26, getting, getting past that quarter life age. Uh, Born and raised in Buffalo, New York, kind of have lived all over the world in college. Um, Always had a creative brain, grew up with entrepreneur parents, so kind of had the left-right brain thing going on. And after college, had some pretty wild experiences that kind of led me down this life path of, you know, now I'm kind of focused on growing a community of people and helping them get through the crazy life shit that I went through post-college rut style. Uh, not a fun place to be. Definitely yeah. interesting navigating out of that. Um, and yeah, I just, I love connecting with people these days and just on the grind, the hustle and the daily personal development.
2: That's awesome. Wow. That's killer. Well, that was a great, great intro. Killer. Nice job. <laughs>
0: Thanks. I did not rehearse huh. shit. Oh, that's
1: <laughs> no, that's, we don't want rehearsal. We just want yep. raw. We love the rawness.
0: Perfect. Yep. That's all you're going to get from me. So. Perfect.
2: <laughs> Perfect. So, so what are you working on now? So tell us a little bit more about what, uh, what you, what you have going in the pipeline.
0: Yeah. So within the last couple weeks, um, I've actually been working on a project with a friend of mine that I met while I was in Bali Uh, he and a bunch of other people decided to come out there with me for a month. And when we were leaving, he was like, we need to work on something together. Our personalities, like our vibe, our hustle, our drive, we're just so in line. And I'm like, sweet. All right, let's do something. Uh, through conversation when we came home, kind of morphed into, we wanted to create this like next level elevated community of just like under promise over deliver, and it was funny because as we started to talk about names for it, I already had a community I had started like a couple no. of years ago, which was super active. The people in it were super collaborative, um, became more like a family than just a digital Facebook group kind of thing. And I brought it up. I'm like, yo, what we want to do is kind of what I already started and the vision I always had for that. But through life circumstances, we all kind of get in our own vibe, our own hustle and you know, you forget about the thing that you started that was kind of just like a side thing. Um, so we decided to literally just take what I had started and founded a couple of years ago and just totally elevate it, take it to new heights and new levels. And that's what I've been working on the last couple of weeks is launching a new platform for the original Facebook community I started to just literally ramp it up and put on steroids and add tons of values and use the connections and network that I made the last couple of years and just bring it all the ideas I wanted into one basically and that's kind of what I've been working on the last couple of weeks probably should launch it in the next two to three weeks we'll do early bird phasing so Very cool. pretty excited about that awesome. Spending a lot of time on that
1: nice that's really cool could can you tell us a little bit about uh like the current Facebook group you have and kind of how you got that started and what the focus is on that community and the kind of the reach you have through it
0: yeah so it's actually funny how it started so couple years ago, ooh, maybe three, four years ago now, yeah, a while ago, um, had this crazy call with this guy named Gary Vee, and then about a year after that, I met up with him in person, and I had wanted to start some sort of business, because it's always what I wanted to do. I went to school for fashion design, so my first inkling was to, like, start an apparel company, mm-hmm. um, and it was funny when I launched it, and I, like, started to get a following and stuff. There were people who were hype about it, but I wasn't making shit for money. So I'm yeah. like, damn, how do I make money? <laughs> Don't know that money? feeling.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
0: So I'm like, damn, okay, um, let's figure this out. Why do people buy from current apparel brands? Why are certain apparel brands like Nike super popular? Why do people gravitate towards that over another? Like, it's not the quality of their shit that's cool. It's Nike, the brand that people like. So um, I was thinking about that. and I'm like, all right. I need to create like a community Mm -hmm. around my apparel. Like I need to create that raving fan base and that is going to be the thing that sells my apparel. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a community. This is going to be great. We're going to add value. People are going to love it. And so I launched this Facebook group called the digital era because my apparel brand was digital nomad apparel DNA um, So it was all about that digital laptop lifestyle, digital entrepreneurship, all that kind of stuff. So that's why I started it. And then tons of people joined it for my Instagram, and it kind of grew a life of its own. Cool. People were really looking to get into a hustle, get that income that was self-sustaining, something to yeah. do at home. Um, totally took a left turn, grew its own life form, and has absolutely nothing to do with that apparel brand <laughs> that I was looking awesome. to grow. Yeah. 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 So that was like two years ago, um, and the digital era has had some crazy stories within it. Uh, people have founded their own businesses, gone off on their own, quit their jobs. People have actually collaborated and gone into business with other people in the group. Um, just like an example, a friend of mine, Spencer, he was working for a company and then he was working for somebody else within the Facebook group. And then he ended up quitting altogether, starting his own marketing agency. And he actually hires, you know, skilled people, creatives and freelancers out of that same Facebook group. So everything he's done for his business has been networked out of that Facebook group. And then he finds clients in the real world and. So there's a lot of examples of that of people who have just straight up connected on super deep levels. Yeah. Um, and it's just become this really awesome, open, vulnerable, transparent, safe space that people who are entrepreneurs and creatives just can go to and collab and, you know, gain value and share and just in that beginning journey phase and everyone's just mm. super open about it. And it's it's been pretty yeah. pretty awesome to see what has grown from it. <laughs> wow,
2: that's killer.
1: That, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it sounds thanks. like a Sounds like a cool group because like you said, um, you know, when, when you start as an entrepreneur, there is a huge vulnerable stage. It, it's hard to find someone to talk to and collab with. It's hard to find a mentor, or other people that have that same, I mean, for better word, yeah. you have that makeup of entrepreneurship. Um, sounds like an awesome group.
0: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to, you know, see the interaction and stuff between people. And the first year that we had the group like there wasn't really a plan of what was going on. So I was creating it on the fly and then people reached out and they were like, I want to be so much more involved. So like I added a couple admins of people who were just ridiculously passionate about, you know, they got value from the group. So they wanted to add more value back to other people. And, you know, throughout the first year, the engagement was ridiculous. Other people who had joined the group, who had been part of other Facebook groups and stuff, Um, even people who were in Gary V's Facebook group, which I think is just banner nation or something like that. Like they have tens of thousands of people in that group. They weren't seeing the level of collaboration and actual community in that group. So they actually came into the digital era and like, Oh my God, this is way better. This is what I wanted. Um, and then the second year, you know, everyone who was so involved that first year in the community started doing their own things. They started growing their own businesses. They started branching out doing that side hustle gig. And, you know, the top, you know, contributors in the group kind of went into that grind into that hustle. So they weren't as active in the Facebook group. And it's almost like those waves of just life that you kind of go through anyway of growth and reflection and then level up again and stuff. Um, So that's kind of what happened the second year of the group. So I guess this would be like year three. And we've kind of come back as like the leadership um who were the most active and we're like yo we we did some crazy shit in the last year and we want to just come back and be like yo here's what we learned here's what we started here's where we are oh and by the way we want to give back to the new people coming into the group who were where we were a year ago because like the beginning phases of starting something up is literally nobody's really documenting it on a mass scale in like actionable form yeah so people are creating content in these courses and like how to create a Facebook group 101. Like nobody's actually showing, Hey, I started a business still in the beginner phases, making like almost 10 K a month. um, super proud of it, but like still going oh. through the motions. Here's what I'm learning in real yeah. time with real clients. Here's what I've done, which really kind of sucked that maybe you shouldn't, you know, fall into that trap too. Um, so we're going to start creating a lot of content like that with those people who spent the last year just grinding it out and actually made like a starting something of it.
3: Wow. Nice. That's
2: killer. That's awesome. That's exciting. So, Thanks. how did the um obviously we all know Gary Vee, we're, we're all big fans too. How did that uh how did you being on his show like what was the what was the result of that? Obviously like some passion and some fuel behind that. But what yeah. happened as a result of being on his show? What did that do for you?
0: Uh for me a lot of different things. Yeah. Um the biggest thing was it gave me the biggest adrenaline rush i had ever experienced in my life <laughs> i'm kind of an adrenaline junkie like i liked nice. when i was 13 i raced cars and nice you know i like skydiving and cliff jumping like all that shit so
3: nice.
0: after that call i'll be honest i couldn't remember anything that he uh-huh. had just told me i couldn't remember any yeah, yeah, of the advice yeah, yeah, or yeah, tips yeah, yeah. or it was just a total blackout moment for me until i rewatched it days later mm-hmm. um But for me, the biggest thing that came out of it was I was so stuck in my own head of, you know, I have no idea what to do with my life and I'm just stuck and I'm in this place that I just hate, but there was no momentum behind it either. So that call kind of gave me such an adrenaline burst of energy that it forced me into moving into action. And and even though I didn't know what I was doing, I was just doing anything at that point. Like I built a website in six hours, never done that before. Um, I started a vlog and and never done that before. Started a YouTube channel, never did that before. So it was just a lot of firsts that I started to do after that call, which just kind of launched me into a new habit of taking action, um, which gave me a little momentum. And then out of that, I started to really focus in on, okay, what is it that I actually want to do? What passions and desires am I really wanting to go after? And that was probably the biggest Thing that came out of it yeah. for me, and then obviously after that, I got a lot of followers and people who wanted to follow my journey. Sure. Yeah. That was just kind of like a byproduct of, you know, what I really gained from it. Wow,
2: killer man! That sounds awesome. A cool experience.
4: Yeah, yeah. 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 I remember watching experience. that. I remember watching that video. You know, like, what I'm pretty sure there was like it was like an hour long, like phone call, and you were like somewhere in the middle of of like that actual YouTube video. And just kind of like the reaction of, it, for even from like Gary, obviously he was, he was talking about how, like how, how real like your story was and like how, like the pieces that you were talking about were really like, at the time, I think he was maybe a quarter of what he is now. And the pieces that you were kind of speaking about were very like home hitting for a lot of people. Yeah,
3: yeah it was,
0: it wasn't something that I thought would ever be big. Like, I've watched the Ask Gary Vee show months before that Mm -hmm. call even happened, and even how I got on it was super random, like, shouldn't have, couldn't have happened, Um, but I just remember after that call, even during the call, I never expected anything out of it except, oh, he's going to give me some real-ass advice. I never expected him to be like, yo, I'm going to make you accountable for your shit now. Like, I never expected that. I never expected anything to come out of it, except, yeah, maybe I'd get a tip that would, like, change my life.
3: Yeah, Um, right.
0: And it was just, yeah, it was wild. It was part of an Ask Gary V show. I think it was, like, episode 240-something. And then they made it its own clip. And mm-hmm. that ended up being in the top, I think the top three most viral of all the videos he's ever posted on YouTube.
3: Oh, so cool. Um, Same. <laughs> yeah, crazy. yeah.
0: Like I had no expectation of any of that ever happening. I was just yeah. like, yo, this guy, he lets people ask him questions. Like I got a good <laughs> question.
2: <laughs> wow. And so did he, did he hold you accountable? Like, did he follow up with you after, you know, certain time on uh, some of the yeah, stuff him, that you work on?
0: Yeah. Him personally, no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, But he did. I remember at the end of that call, he was like, "Follow up with me in thirty days and let me know what you did." So I remember I wanted to see how much I could do in thirty days. I was like, "I'm gonna be, Gary's gonna be so proud of me." Yeah. Um. And I remember writing this email that was super long. I probably still have it somewhere. Um. There was no reply to the email. <laughs> so, like, it's not like I have a direct line to him. I don't reach yeah. out. I never asked him for anything. I just remember sending that email and not having a reply and being like, all right, time to keep going. Nice. Um, there have been, like, maybe three or four times that I have reached out to him in the last couple of years. And uh, I always, like, CC, like, his assistant and uh, his, like, other people on his team because now I know them. Um, and one of them will see the email and then I'll get replies that way. But yeah, it was pretty wild. Um, Don't really talk to him, but he also never gave me like his response of, you know, what he sees, except a year later, I ended up winning a contest actually on Team Gary V's Instagram page, which is how I ended up getting flown out to meet him at VaynerMedia. And there was like a follow up as well. Um, and in that episode, I saw some like background clips before I actually talked with him there. He was talking about like how excited he was to meet me in person. And I was like, what? Uh, He's excited to meet me. Um, and then I remember in person after they cut the recording of the in-person, uh, I guess podcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, he was telling me. Well, yeah, it was a crazy call because it was the most viral moment in all of Ask Gary V ever. Like, it was super relatable just because you were so honest and open. And I pushed you that far (laughs) because I had a feeling that you were actually going to do something with it, which is why I put you on and I told people to keep you accountable because I knew that that was what you needed to get your act into gear. And I remember him telling me that, and I was like, oh. Okay, and then he did mention at one point, um, he follows me on Instagram, and he still does. He just doesn't interact with my content, and I just figured, oh, I'm not, you know, appearing on his newsfeed, because he just doesn't interact with it. Well, I found out as well, um, which this wasn't recorded, but he was like, yeah, you know, I've seen a couple of your posts pop up, you know, after that call, because I was following up with you and stuff, and I remember seeing you post about this apparel brand, and, you know. I thought, man, that's so quick outside of like the fame moments. Like she probably shouldn't be doing this. I should tell her like, you know, to slow your roll, do this, do that. And he's like, I decided not to message you at all. Cause I wanted to see if you'd figure it out for yourself. And I'm really glad that you did. Cool. So I was like, that's insane. Shit, he is yeah, that's, insane. <laughs> that's crazy. So he's, he's a silent, silent follower. Um, yeah. I have no idea how often he actually checks my stuff, but, uh, I'm sure it probably crosses his mind every once in
2: a while. For sure. Wow. That's awesome. Great experience. Well, thanks for sharing that.
1: So fast forward to now Mm -hmm. and the future, where is uh, the digital era? Where where do you kind of want to see it in like the next year or two? What's like your overall like like foreseeable goal for it? Like where are you trying to get at?
0: Yeah. So super easy for us. Um, We want to obviously have more members come in. Uh, and really grow the communication that's happening between entrepreneurs and creatives kind of in the beginning phases. And then as well as growing content creators, we're kind of calling them like the influencers of the community. They're the ones who have taken the information and put it into action and they're starting to see results from it. So they're teaching it from a beginner phase of, oh shit. Yeah, we actually took what we've been learning, put it into action, growing something from it. Here's how we did the beginning steps. Um, and then eventually we want to get higher level, um, more advanced, I guess you could say businesses, people, Mm -hmm. maybe instead of making like five to 10 K a month, they're making 10 to 50 K a month. Um, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: so leveraging the networking that I've done the last couple of years and then leveraging the size of the community that we get to get bigger influencers or micro influencers and people who know what the hell they're talking about to come in and just add tons of value. We'll probably do virtual events virtual maybe like a 10x growth con kind of thing nice. bringing in people who know what the hell they're talking about and having virtual you know advice and keynotes and stuff for just our community um there's a lot we have planned out we actually have like five phases of growth planned out and the things that we're going to add and things like that but for now we're picking the leadership that's already been involved in the community and we're basically just spotlighting them and helping them become the influential people and leaders of the group. And they're kind of getting their own channels. We're going to use Discord instead of Slack. Uh, recently cool. discovered that, kind of love the app. Yeah. Cool. Um, and we're going to have just niched down chat rooms for people who want to talk, let's say, business, or people want to talk about cool. marketing, or people who want to talk about social media, right. or people who want to talk about whatever, storytelling. We're gonna have chat rooms that are segregated and we'll also have the influencers have their own channels to create content that they've always wanted and just be spotlighted for the growth that they've been able to have so far as leaders. So lots of different phases of growth and stuff, lots of other things we have planned and that we're gonna roll out and we're just kind of gonna sprinkle that in there as added extra value from what they're getting.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah, I think we'll definitely dive in and be a part of that yeah. too, and, and support the Heck cause, yeah. and probably, probably learn and pick from people, and hopefully give back as well. Sounds like a really cool community.
3: Heck yeah, tons yeah. of community. Sounds like
0: it is, and that's one of the things that I think is different about it because people are actually collaborating, people are actually yeah. communicating sure. with each other, people yeah. are actually being vulnerable and saying, "Hey, here's where I'm at. Like, can anyone like help me figure through this? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's." more than just oh a Facebook group that you go and you read some posts and maybe yeah. comment once or twice right. um, it's yeah. pretty cool how active and engaging it really is and we're just wanting to take it to a new level and just add more of that
1: and I think the grassroots so like cool. behind it is why you got like you know uh Vayner, Vayner, Vayner Nation or Gary Vee's saying it's like you have the messiah of entrepreneurs right it's just all these people selling to each other, trying to talk, and there really is no real collaboration. But if you bring it down from the grassroots, where the foundation of entrepreneurship is, which is all of us just trying to hustle and make you know good money and actually have a good cause, that's where it all—that's what's all triggered. That's where everyone really wants to talk because everybody is willing to give back rather than sell, sell, sell. Which, like, Aviator—it's a cool group, but I—I've I've been a part of it, and it's—it's it's a lot of people selling. Yeah. <laughs> so good. it's cool to see something that's more grassroots and. You know, everyone can actually relate with each other and, and, you know, your, your success isn't that far off, um, of a reach for someone else where they can actually get there by just some simple guidance and, and, uh, you know, simple, just help through just some collaboration on some threads.
0: Yeah, yeah. totally.
4: that
1: be it. cool. It's
4: good. 1% you can only, you can only sell to the 1% before it's so long until you've tapped into the 1% and then now you have to right. go to the masses. Exactly. And that feels totally. that feels like kind of what you're doing, Taylor. Is kind of like you're outside of the one percent. You're you're in like the other percent, whichever percent that is. I don't know. Um, which is cool because I think that's where majority of I think where we've all started. And not to say that we're the Gary V Nation and you know with this master plan, but there's a lot of people out there who have like this this really like passion. They they know what they want to do, but they don't know the how. And it's like, hey, here's the how in like 55 steps, not the how in one step, which is work hard. You know, it's like there's more to it than that. So it definitely feels like that's kind of where you're, where you're headed, which is super cool.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that was one of the things that I disliked the most from other groups was the self-promotion, the, hey, here's what I got by from me yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. I yeah. think I had such a stigma against those kinds of groups that like number one rule for my Facebook group was no promoting. Um, and it got to a point where people were like, I really want to like, you know, show people what I just built. Is that considered promoting? Or is it like, I'm just excited to look what I did. And, yeah. you know, it started to have like a gray area there where people were, you know, stopping posting what they were really doing entirely. So that's also something that we're changing. And we just dedicated an entire channel and the new format for jobs and pitches. You want to promote what you're doing. You think that you've created a really dope portfolio. You're a graphic designer and you're like, yo, look what I created. Here's my portfolio. Cool. Put it out there. If you're a company, a lot of the people in there are like, yo, I have a job. I really need a graphic designer. If you're a graphic Mm -hmm. designer, reach out to me. We just kind of created a channel directly for that. So people who want to share that can. People who are looking to hire people can. Mm-hmm. It's just separate from everything else that we have, right. and then yeah. it doesn't spam up everything that you know is
3: actually adding a ton of value. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. cool. I love it. I love it.
2: Breaks a good part. Love it. Um, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. Um, do you? So, if you had one message uh, uh, for somebody getting started in business, what would it be?
3: I think
0: it would be to get really freaking clear on what you're passionate about and why you're wanting to start it. I think a lot of people are starting businesses just for the sole purpose of I want to make money or I just want to free up my time to do what I want to give myself freedom. Um, and, you know, I found myself in that place a lot too. Like I was trying to start all these business ideas based on the sole you know, idea of, oh, I know that this is a skill that's going to produce me a lot of income. Right. Um, and it's taken me a lot of, you know, years and tens of thousand of dollars of personal development to be like, yo, you can make money literally doing anything. And I'm never so going to be excited to wake up and jump out of bed every day, unless that thing that I'm doing is something that I'm actually passionate about. So I could attempt to learn to code because I know yeah. it's a highly paid Mm-hmm. skill which I did that for a month and I fucking hated it yeah um or I could spend my time learning to video edit because I see all these videographers and the concepts are creating is super dope and they make a ton of money because it's a skill set that not a lot of people want to learn yeah. but oh wait I don't actually enjoy editing either so I kind of had to go back to the grassroots and be like what do I like to do and then from there saying all right how can I make money doing that? And that for me is probably what I would recommend to anyone else is stop thinking of the money, the money will come.
1: Right. hundred percent. It'll happen. You just, you just got to Yeah. So follow that.
2: your passion. I love that. Up, we preach appreciate, yeah. appreciate all the time. Follow your passion. Love what you do every day. And you won't work a day in your life. Very cliche. Uh-huh. Very true.
0: <laughs> Easier said than done yeah. as well. Yeah, totally. Like, oh, I'm passionate about, food like what yeah. can I do at food and I think so many people are looking into what other people are already doing yeah. instead of totally just like sporadically spontaneously coming up with oh you know this is what I'm doing with food and it's kind mm-hmm. of fun I don't really know anyone else who does it too and I kind of like this like yeah. okay cool put that out there see what happens yeah. like you don't have to do That's what awesome. everyone else is doing in that passion exactly but,
3: wow yeah I would love
2: it, I would love it. Um, so, so we're going to move on to, we have uh, a couple minutes left here. Uh, we're going to move on to a lightning round, which is what we do at the Ooh, end yeah. of every, every podcast. Just super quick questions. Um, and then we'll kind of let you outro with uh, where people can find you, where they can follow you at, and just kind of leave in some last words, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. So sure. favorite, favorite quarantine snack?
3: Oh,
0: uh, Nutella.
2: Okay. Oh. Ooh, that, that was sounds, good. I might go grab some. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> um, if, if Hollywood made a movie about your life, who would play the lead role as you?
3: Oh. Oh,
2: geez. <laughs> right,
0: I have no answer, <laughs> but the first person who popped up in my head was Miley Cyrus, and now okay. I don't know
2: why Perfect. I That's, that. Boom. that. That's it. Sure. Uh, I'd say Vince Vaughn. I'd say Vince Vaughn for me.
3: Right? Wow, there
4: you go. Ooh. Pretty dialed. Okay. Uh, I have to agree what, with that. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Not, not for me though. For Kyle, Kyle yeah, you're, you're, like, on. you're you're like Ben Spahn's brother. Um, I'd have to say, I have, have to say, Mark Wahlberg. Oh,
3: that's nice. a good choice. Kind
4: of vibe that. Yeah. I that.
3: I can
2: see that. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, let's go here. Another one. Uh, superpower. Would, if you had a superpower? What would it be? Uh,
0: knowing the future.
2: Okay. Boom. Last book you read or listened to.
0: Oh, uh, currently reading *Conversations with God*. So that's interesting. Uh
2: Nice. Uh, Fill in the blank: Taylor Swift is
0: not me. (laughs) (laughs) I get compared to Swift all the time.
2: Favorite day of the week: Wednesday. Okay, right on. Uh, And last one: uh, celebrity crush.
0: Oh. Oh, there's so many. See, that's the hardest thing for me is I don't like picking favorites.
3: Yeah. Mm,
0: we're just going to go with uh, Justin Bieber. No, that's there not
3: true. Take it back. Take <laughs> it back.
2: That's funny. So, uh, so where, can, where can people find you? Where can listeners uh, check you on Instagram? Where can they go and find more information out about you?
0: Yeah, my personal page, probably my biggest platform, Instagram, at The Fabulous Journey. Um, if you want to go to the Facebook group, it's The Digital Era on Facebook or at The Digital Era on Instagram.
1: Cool. Awesome. Cool. Any last words you want to tell everybody?
0: Um, yeah, I wish I could pick a new celebrity crush and <laughs> probably Nino Dobrev would be my new actress to play me in a movie. Now that I'm thinking and reflecting on my answers. It's kind of like, hey, yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, Now that it's online. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all <laughs>
0: it's recorded. Yeah. There. Yeah. recorded <laughs> can't awesome. change. Well,
1: thank you so much, Taylor, for jumping on the BizBros podcast. We look really forward to getting this live and pushing it for you. Um, and everyone else, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to BizBros podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and listen to podcasts. And uh, we look really forward to the next episode. Everyone have a good day. Thanks guys. Thank you. Bye. See you guys.